0: Welcome to the Invested Dads Podcast, simplifying financial topics so that you can take action and make your financial situation better. Helping you to understand the current world of financial planning and investments, here are your hosts, Josh, Rob, and Austin Wilson. All
1: right. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Invested Dads Podcast, a podcast where we take you on a journey to better your financial future today because it is the season, right? It is. The season is upon us of Christmas time. In fact, it's Christmas Eve. Yes. That's something joyful, and it I'm excited great. about yes. that. So, we are going to be discussing the phenomenon known as a Santa Claus rally. Yes. Every time I picture that, I
2: see people in the streets with picket signs no more coal you know <laughs> being good is relative <laughs> you know, those type of thing that's the santa claus rally right there yeah there i was thinking i
1: was thinking something about eating too many cookies yeah. where uh, you just rally you rally you around rally your teammates and you just plow through that plate of cookies so anyway yeah nice try it is cookie season it is santa claus season however dang i need a cookie right now why do we always record this when i'm hungry,
2: hungry. it's you're always hungry. So I, I am always report.
1: I am always hungry. So yeah, that is that is it is cookie season though. Yes. So what are we actually talking about? So a
2: Santa Claus rally is a term within the financial industry that
1: relates to this time of year. You are not wrong. So when the markets perform well, generally up, so in a sustained move during the last week of December and the first couple trading days of January, this is called a Santa Claus rally. So there are a number of reasons why this does or can happen. So, number one, tax considerations. Yeah. So, suppose at the end of the year, at some point, you harvested some losses, mm-hmm. but you still wanted to participate in the market. So, you took your money and bought something else. Yep. And well, we, that we actually talked about that yes. in an episode. So, if you, yeah, if you want to learn more about tax loss harvesting or tax planning in general. We'll link an episode that we just put out um, in the show notes for that. But when you do that buying, buying something else, that buying causes stock prices to go up. Yes. So that's one reason that could be causing what happens often you know, in the markets around this time of year. Another one is when, when people buy. So like I said, buying makes stock prices go up. Buying, anticipating what's another phenomenon called the January effect.
2: Man, there's so many. I
1: know. So really, in the January effect is when people are buying back in early in the year, sending prices up after harvesting losses at the end of the year. So there's like two different ways you can look at it. But you could, it's all tax-related yeah. at the end of the day. Those couple options of why this, this could be happening. Are we going to do an episode on the groundhog effect where you just keep buying the same thing over and over again? <laughs> Well, if you're buying, 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 Mm -hmm. it's always a good time to buy. It's always a good time to buy. So uh, another reason that you could have uh, what's called a Santa Claus rally is just general optimism about the market. And you know, as we're sitting here in 2020, the market's doing okay. I mean, all things considered with COVID going bonkers and things not looking great on that front. The market's pretty healthy. The market's at all-time highs, and everything seems to be working pretty well in the markets right now. And we're seeing the rollout of the
2: vaccine. I think Europe's already been handing that out. And so the idea there is, you know, as we head that direction, more and more people are getting that protection to help hopefully reduce the number of cases and deaths especially.
1: Another potential reason is actually the investment of holiday bonuses. So a lot of, and most, traders and managers on Wall Street specifically, they're paid Pretty substantial, pretty substantial portions of their salary in the form of bonuses at the end of the year. That's based on a couple factors. Number one, market performance, which isn't really anything they can control. Yep. But if the market had a good year, then their business probably had a pretty good year as well. And B, likely business performance. You know, maybe they executed well as well. So when those traders get this income, most of them feel you know the best use for at least a lot of it is in the markets. So when you put that market that money in the market, that's again buying, buying, buying. And when you buy, prices go up. Yep. So I also think if you would have told anyone on Wall Street that we would have, you know, this crazy stock market come back and stocks at all-time highs, yes. you know, in the midst of a COVID pandemic, that they would have laughed and said when you said that they were probably going to get a decent bonus, like all the traders on Wall Street, they were going to be like running for the hills. Yes. But it actually turned out to be probably a pretty good year for a lot of, a lot of investment bankers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Definitely. All right. Conspiracy theory time. Some believe that this also occurs because many of the institutional investors, the larger institutions, yep. tend to take time off this time of year. Maybe they'll go be with family in their lake house or probably not their lake house, maybe the beach. Yeah. Probably not a lake. Unless it's a lake, it's in, it's like southern, a lake in the south. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of these guys might take some time off and this these these large institutional investors are typically more bearish than your retail investors or your smaller investors and those retail investors are the ones driving the market during that time and that's going to bid prices up as well so that's like not proven but that's a a theory
2: and i i subscribe to the idea that people's attitudes are a lot better right now as well so the you know concept of you know like you talk about the, the more retail investors but you're in a holiday season, you're buying presents, you're seeing family in most normal years, Right. You're, you know, you're, you're in a good mood. And so I think that attitude plays into your optimism and it pushes you to say, you know what, I do think things are going better than I, you know, I, I would have probably thought midway through
1: the year or something. And so. optimism bids prices up. Oh yeah. So it's, it's wonderful.
2: All right. Let's pause. So now we know what the Santa Claus rally True. is. True. So let's take a dad joke break. Is this and like your Christmas present I got, to me? I got a dad joke for you. And it's more of a question. What do, And it's I'm probably relevant because I need to know. What do you get someone who has everything? A burglar alarm.
1: Because they have everything. Oh. You don't want them to steal anything. <laughs> I had to you need a burglar alarm. Through. Oh, that is so funny. Yes. Because <laughs> if yes. you have nothing, what are you, you protected? There was this... Has uh, I don't remember what show it was on. Rules of Engagement. And that was an old show that yes. used to be on. I love... That was a funny show. So David Spade and Patrick Warburton, mm-hmm. fun fact, yeah. they're hilarious. They are Cusco and Kronk right. on right. Yep. Emperor's New Groove. Mm-hmm. So when you watch that now, you're like, dang, this is even yeah. better. But I think... I forget one of one the His other. dry sense of humor is hilarious. Yes. Yes. And he's got the, uh, the voice, deep voice. And yep. it's so funny. But the younger couple... I forget their names. I can picture them, but I, can, mm-hmm. but I forget their names. They had their house robbed, and no one stole anything because they had nothing worth, <laughs> nothing. Nothing worth anything. Them. I thought that was there really, one. really funny. Um, so, yeah, back to the Santa Claus rally. So, let's talk about some statistics yes. over this period of time. And it's kind of funny. So, I, looked, I was looking stuff up for this and preparing for this episode, and I found some statistics. And I was like, there okay, this is great Ads. from Investopedia. But when I added up the numbers they didn't hang okay. so we're gonna link this it's in rounding. the show notes and it's i had right. to manually calculate some of these myself um it was interesting so since 9th, it's due to rounding and then due that to makes rounding some, yeah it, it's like a big asterisk you yeah. can put on anything so since 1969 this period that we've been talking about so like the week leading up to christmas into the first couple trading days of january has generated positive returns 36 of the past 50 years okay so that's 72 percent that's pretty good that's actually more than average yes and the average return over this period has been around 1.4 percent cumulatively over that time with positive returns typically in all seven of those trading days during the rally interesting now if you remember you know i'm thinking like 2018 most recently that was not good not a good last couple days of the year so that's one that took down that statistic a little bit but overall generally pretty positive so I guess that's kind of where we're at. Yeah.
2: So, what do you think this year? Then, I mean, we had a pretty crazy year. COVID is still here. Uh, what do you think? What are your predictions?
1: I mean, I'm going to put the disclaimer out there, like I probably should, that I don't know for sure what's going to happen, and anyone who does should probably be fired. Yeah. But also, I can say that it the market has done things that were unpredictable this entire year, from a from a sell off to a rebound to all time highs. Some of those things just haven't really made a lot of sense, but overall, I think sentiment—you know how people feel about what's going on in the market and the health of the market and things like that—and having kind of a light at the end of the tunnel with the vaccines and stuff like that—I think is pretty good. So I would not be surprised if we got. I'm not. You know, there's no guarantee. Yep. But I w- it wouldn't be surprising to me with kind of the way the market's been handling itself lately if there was a Santa Claus rally at the end of the year. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um.
2: You know. With every, like you said, with everything going on, it really just takes one news headline to move it either direction. And so I think this year has the most volatility when it comes to headline risk for a Santa Claus rally, up or down. But in general, like you said, with everything moving the right direction, you know, I think, you know, Probably seventy two percent chance that it happens. <laughs>
1: Rough plus or minus. You know, you know, rounding
2: errors. <laughs> um, you know, just historically speaking, I just think there's there's a good chance unless right. you know you get something weird happening. So,
1: Josh, what should listeners do during this period?
2: Yeah, so this period is the same as any other period in that you should really just have a plan with your financial advisor. And so, you know, when we're talking about a Santa Claus rally, we're really just talking a handful of days. And if you're a long term investor, it's really irrelevant. Right. You're, you're really not. You shouldn't be trying to time in and out of the market based on those type of trade. Uh, I don't even know what you call it. Theories, Saint Claus phenomenon, phenomena. Yeah. yeah. So you know, in general, you know, if you have cash and you have long term mindset and you have the ability to take risk, is now a good time to invest? Yeah. So was two weeks ago. Exactly. So was three years ago. I you think know, long term perspective just means get the money in and get it compounding. Timing.
1: So, timing this potential or yes. could or could not happen santa claus little rally This little one percent bump maybe yep. at the end of the year or whatever it's inconsequential it is in your 30 40 yep. 50 year plan yeah. even even shorter term you know
2: and you may be participating in it without realizing
1: it so like we talked about in the tax loss
2: harvesting if that's something you do at the end of the year to generate that chances are you're buying a placeholder right. and doing kind of what we're
1: talking about here and helping to
2: kind of boost that santa claus rally
1: i would probably advise That you should not count on this to be a game changer for your financial outcome. Yes, because if you need this to don't don't risk the house on a Santa Claus rally, that would be quite unfortunate. (laughs) So yeah, like you said, if it was a good time before the end of December to buy stocks for your financial plan, it probably still is, regardless. So just keep doing what you're doing, and really how you how you navigate all of these. Potential Santa Claus rallies and January effects and the February rallies, Groundhog Day. Where all you keep these different the same things thing over and over. Exactly. All I you made that up. I know. And you're gonna, but you're going to get a little yeah, rights reserved it. Copyright, I mean to. I copyright. Josh there. Rob. Uh, what you do is you set up that automatic, systematic yes. investing where you put the same dollars or percent or whatever whatever it is into your account every single month, yes. and you just don't think about it. Just let it go, yep. and then and you'll you'll either. Some days you'll buy it when it goes up. Some days you'll buy it when it goes down. But at the end of the day, you're buying it a long time. And you're averaging it and out. you're averaging it out. And you're, and you're going happy. to compound. So, yes. yeah, that's kind of our advice is don't count on the Santa Claus rally, whether we get one or not, to make a difference. However, it'd be great. And everyone would love to see a nice little bump at the end of the year. Yep. So, yeah, if it's time to buy stocks for you, it's time to buy stocks for you. That's right. All right. So, well, thank you very
2: much, Austin, for filling us in on the Santa Claus Rally. Sometimes we forget that there's these terms in our industry that maybe people hear and don't understand or aren't as familiar with because they're not living it day in and day out. So, um, if you guys have any questions or thoughts or you hear something like that and want to know, hey, what is that? Shoot us an email at hello at the Invested Dads. Uh, We'd love to talk about those topics. Austin, what else can they do?
1: Yeah, well, first of all, uh, as always, check out our free gift to you. It's a brief list of eight principles of timeless investing. These are overarching investment themes meant to keep you on track to meet your long term goals. It's free, it's a nice PDF, it's on our website. Check that out. You can also subscribe. We'd love it if you'd subscribe, and then hopefully, you know, you can get an alert when our episodes come out every single Thursday. We'd really appreciate it if you'd leave us a review specifically on Apple Podcasts because that will help us to show up in rankings and help a lot more people out. Yeah, and if you uh, if you liked this episode or had someone asking about or what this Santa is, and he or was asking, ooh, he might he might have been asking. Share this episode. Click that share button. Share it with friends and family. Otherwise, just tune in next week because we'll have another one. Yep. Merry All Christmas. right. Merry Christmas.
0: Thank you for listening to the Invested Dad's podcast. This episode has ended, but your journey towards a better financial future doesn't have to. Head over to theinvesteddads.com to access all the links and resources mentioned in today's show. If you enjoyed this episode and we had a positive impact on your life, leave us a review. Click subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Josh, Rob, and Austin Wilson work for Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. All opinions expressed by Josh, Austin, or any podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Hicks and Zerker Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. There is no guarantee that the statements, opinions, or forecasts provided herein will prove to be correct. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Indices are not available for direct investment. Any investor who attempts to mimic the performance of an index would incur fees and expenses, which would reduce returns. Securities investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principle. There is no assurance that any investment plan or strategy will be successful.